0: hey Peppin. what's up steve i've been thinking about uh time travel time travel yeah i think we should talk about time travel oh, okay well. all right so on this episode we'll talk about time travel and once again we have our very favorite guest gideon here that's me all right cue the intro and welcome to We Need to Talk. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Meter.
1: I have, of course, Pepin.
2: And uh, I'm going by my first name. I'm a guest,
0: Gideon. Welcome back, Gideon. We're really actually glad that you're here. Excited to be here. Yeah, you take a lot of the pressure off of us by being the shitbag supreme. Oh, yes!
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've reclaimed the title.
2: All right. That's my cross to bear.
0: I can do it.
1: So time travel is... That's something you've thought about pretty much.
0: All I think about. Really? No, but um, I have thought about it, and um, I think it's definitely doable.
1: Like, possible in reality? Yes. Okay, and what in my mind? In your mind? Yes. Okay, and what (laughs) makes you think this? So,
0: uh, imagine that you can take, you can pinpoint where every molecule is. And if you could do that, then you could track time. Like if you could, like if you could put a, a coordinate for every molecule, like I said, you could track time on like a, a computer or whatever. And then if you could do that, maybe we could find a way to manipulate those molecules and put them in certain spots. And in
1: doing so, you could go back to
0: a point where all the molecules were at a previous point.
1: I think of uh, G, are you following that?
2: Yeah. Um, do you think with that that sort of methodology that it's easier to travel back in time or forward?
0: Well, with that, you would only be able to travel back to a point that you had recorded at.
2: Yeah, I, I was thinking of like entropy and how hard it would be to predict where molecules are going to be in the future.
0: Right. Now, if you could create a computer program that could predict something like that based off of
1: whatever uh that would be feasible so i think a question here would be i mean we can put the molecules back in a certain way so let's say the whole universe just for this example right but what if we put them in a slightly different way so we go back in time except instead of putting g there we put them say in alabama right thank god (laughs) Now, that wouldn't be possible in this universe, right? Because you can't, you can't travel from there to there instantaneously, right? That's not possible in this universe. So would that be time travel or would that be creating a different universe? Well, that would be time travel, but uh, it would also be like,
0: um, like teleportation at the same time. It would just be manipulation of time. Like the time-space continuum altogether would be manipulated.
2: Can I tell you something I never bought into about time travel? Absolutely. Um, that, like, if you squash one bug, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I don't think every worm has uh, an effect on the outcome of human life.
1: So what you're talking about there is the butterfly effect, right? Is that what, the, is that what it is? It's called the butterfly. We always talk about butterflies, but this time <laughs> it happens to
0: be relevant. But this time it's about <laughs> the effect of butterflies. Yes, yeah, so we're not enslaving them. We're just...
2: That. Yeah, yeah. I just don't buy that. That doesn't seem um, reasonable to me. It doesn't seem like there's enough logic to support it.
1: So what aspect does that seem reasonable? Is it the fact that it's happening all the time or is it the fact that it happens at all?
2: Well, the fact that uh, it just doesn't have um, a real tangible, it doesn't make a tangible difference in the outcome of events.
0: Well, I think the idea there is, like, even the flap of a butterfly's wings causes an effect, and that effect in turn causes other effects. And because there is so much that is intertwined in all of existence, that if one effect is changed in turn, over time, all things will be changed, even if it's in a tiny, tiny way.
2: Well, I do believe in, like, the systems level, and I do think that that flap of the butterfly's wings causes an effect i just don't think it's a meaningful effect and i kind of go occam's razor with this where you know if you have a plus b equals d and a plus b plus c equals d then c is zero
1: so what do you mean by a meaningful effect exactly
2: Meaning, like it, it, it really doesn't change. It doesn't change the course of every other, at least on Earth here, every other organism's uh, life.
0: Are you saying that the the flap of the butterfly's wing creates a ripple, but the ripple is finite? Fizzles out. It does fizzles nothing. Out and there's, it may cause an effect, but the effect is so small that it's not going. It sounds like your your issue isn't necessarily that. If they that the butterfly being squashed causes doesn't cause things to change, but the level of how much it causes to change, where usually it's it's blown out of proportion. Yeah, it's
2: it's infinitesimal.
0: Yeah, where where like in shows or something like that, they'll show a butterfly being squashed and then we're being run by machines in the 1930s. Yeah, like, that that just seems so ridiculous to me. Yeah, like you gotta wait at least another 60 years. Yeah, now,
2: like, if you go around and kill, you know, 10 people, I think that is going to have a difference uh, because there's so much more involved in uh, human life and their effect on others. To
1: give an analogy here about the butterfly, it's it's analogous to, like, uh, gravity, right? So gravity doesn't really affect us very much. It's very, very weak. Now, it always has an effect on us, but... You know, a galaxy far, far away has very little effect on us gravitationally. Mm-hmm. And if you're very close to it, like, let's say you're really close to a Black Hole. It has a big, big effect on you, right? Because if you're very, very close to it. But the further you get away from it, the less effect it has in a similar way. Butterfly, you know, the flap of the wing has a very strong effect on the, you know, the radar around it. Maybe predators mm-hmm. around the butterfly, but maybe not like something on the other side of the world or even in another field.
0: Well, I think the idea here isn't that the the flap is like the air pushed by the wing of the one wing of a butterfly is going to affect something on the other side of the world. It's trickle-down effect, so it's it may not cause it now, but in 100 years, something could have changed right in its immediate vicinity that will eventually reach the other side of the world. Not that I, I agree with it. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm more or less on, on your side, G, here, where I think it's too small to really cause the effect that's normally shown. Mm-hmm. But just to play devil's advocate, uh, it, it's saying, like, over a period of time, it, it one small change can cause a bigger change. Mm. It's just at what level. yeah it, I, I think the butterfly is more of a metaphor. Yeah, than, I think than most literal. of the
2: time it's like hyperbole, right? You know, you squash the butterfly and the dinosaurs are still around right it's like yeah,
1: I, I could see it maybe being one of those kind of things like happening but i don't think it happens very often like i could definitely imagine say a stray i'm gonna embarrass myself here but say a stray neutrino or some radioactive particle mm-hmm. hitting some gene on a creature and that gene causing mutation which causes other mutate you know more evolution to occur and mm-hmm. for that to say create humans right and if that mutation did not occur Humans wouldn't be created. I could see something like that, because mm. that's a very probabilistic kind yeah. of thing. But you know, measuring that or kind of even kind of encapsulating that in the head is very hard to do.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's like very infinitesimal, and um, it just seems irrelevant. It's practically zero.
0: I think the point isn't that if you squash a butterfly, it will happen. It's that it could happen. Yeah, but and so why would you take that chance? So small, hey. A chance is a chance. What are the chances that, that we exist at all? Right? I mean, well, it's like, it's. From it's, what we've observed in the universe, like, there's nothing else that's like us yet. Yeah.
2: I, well, I mean, like, to me, it's like the same reason I don't play the lottery, right? It's just, I mean, probabilistically, it's just a waste of but time. But somebody and does money. win. Somebody does win.
0: And, and for them, you know, it changes everything.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, for better or for worse, but. Um, Fair. Different conversation, (laughs) but you know, uh, for there's still the millions of others who lost, right? Um, You know, you can pretty you. I would bet, you know, a lot of my. I would bet everything I, all my possessions and everything I possibly owned to play the lottery and bet that I'd lose, right? Um, So you know, I I wouldn't fret to do the same thing with uh, a butterfly in the past.
0: Okay, so in in one instance of somebody squashing a butterfly, it's not a big deal, mm-hmm. but it could be. But the chances are so small that it might as well not be. Yeah, I mean, you could go like uh, Kantian with this and be like, "Well, now everyone's free to squash butterflies in the that, past." That's my point. Uh, is if if uh, if one person does it, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But if over if we send back a thousand people. And each one does one small little thing that changes one small little thing. Eventually, the odds are going to catch up to you, and you're going to fuck things up. So it's like point dancing.
1: It's just (laughs) just like like point dancing. The more people squashing butterflies, the worse it is. (laughs) Well, just just to tease out a detail here. I mean, let's say you don't squash a butterfly, and that butterfly becomes Hitler. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. Okay, to be more more serious, so we're talking about negative consequences coming from squashing a butterfly. There could be positive consequences as well. Mm. I was more talking about consequences at all. Oh, is this thing's happening at all? Yeah, just that's what changing, I was referring to. Yeah.
0: changing the future in any way. Okay, so it's not necessarily bad or good. But it's the size of the change that we're talking about. It's size matters.
1: Um, but, but in a way, if you talk, start talking about, you know, say millions of people squashing butterflies as opposed to just like a couple, you know, there's a chance that there might be some substantial change there, right? But what's, you know, there's also substantial substantial change of not squashing the butterfly. So there's two substantial changes there. Yeah, Those it is kind the, of a
0: Schrodinger's cat kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand that. Like, if you don't squash the butterfly, then things are going to happen the way that they already happen. But if so it's not a change. You need a baseline in order to, to have a change. Well, how do you know that's the
2: baseline? Like Because uh, it's
0: where we're at now. So You have to set a baseline. So I think it's fair to say that the baseline is wherever we are now.
2: That butterfly wasn't crushed. So that's the baseline. Yes. And it should remain that way.
1: Well, you see, I, I don't quite agree with that. Because there's always action that must occur for us to live, right? I and mean, we were always doing stuff. And, you know, if we you know, look between crushing butterfly and not crushing butterfly. You could say the default state is not crushing the butterfly, but then we have to look at our everyday lives. And, you know, if we kind of put that into every kind of action we do and take, you know, the kind of result would be, okay, we have to do nothing. Not, <laughs> not that we have to do nothing, but you, you know what I'm getting at? No, there's no,
0: no, no, no. So the, the baseline is whatever exists already. There's no baseline for the future. We set the baseline for the future, and then the only way to change it would be able to go back in time. Well, and but then now I'm kind of
2: getting uh, Nate's angle because as at the point you go travel back in time, the very nature of you being there has already changed the course of events, right? So inaction or action on yourself as an individual uh, is, is still uh, making a change, right?
1: It's like when a river splits. It's you know two rivers, but you know coming from one river, and you wouldn't say okay. There's the main river, and then it splits into another river. It's both the same coming from the same river. I, I don't. I you guys have lost me. You got rivers going. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So time
2: is a river. Okay. Yep. And you're traveling back down the river.
0: Am I in a boat or a canoe? Uh, a submarine. Isn't a canoe a boat? <laughs> you just broke my whole theory of life. <laughs> okay, so I'm in a vessel of sorts, above the waves. Yeah, or below in a submarine. I might be in a submarine. It's a very deep river. the river of time, and I'm entrenched. Yeah, all, all right,
2: so, so here's... Okay, well, I want to get back on topic, because I, I I, think this is getting somewhere interesting. Um. So, as soon as you have traveled back in time right you you know the butterfly effect you could apply to just you breathing and pumping more carbon dioxide into the air and taking more oxygen in i think that's an extremely good point right so then whatever you do whether it's inaction or action well the inaction is an action in of itself um because you have already become ingrained in that point in time right there's really um the, the the change has already happened by virtue of you going back.
0: But over time, the change will either have a long-term effect or not. Mm. That's the, the original point you were making, is that the butterfly wouldn't have an, a long-term effect. Mm. It may have a short-term effect around its immediate vicinity, but, but nothing long. So the more action you take, or inaction in, in some s- s- instances... The more you're changing, the more chances that you're going to have that long-term change. The more chances you win the lottery. So just keep going back in time and find it's the lottery. Find the pre-evolution of Hitler and kill it.
2: Do you? I, it's do you, obvious. Do you think? All right. Would you kill
0: Hitler? At, at what point in his life would I kill little
1: baby Hitler? Is baby Hitler innocent? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think another question is. Could you kill Hitler? I mean, Hitler was surrounded by guards. Not as a baby. Not well, as a baby. and not,
2: like, in, like, his early years, like, where mm. he was... Because, you know, the, the the Nazi party started as, like, a grassroots movement. You know, you could have walked in there and pulled some weeds. I mean, they uh, they got...
1: Also, this is a point that uh, Richard Dawkins made before, and it's like, to kill Hitler, you wouldn't have to go actually kill him as a baby, even. You could just, like, start chatting up his great-grandfather and the, hit, the sperm that would become Hitler, you know, you know, many generations down, would not... Oh, that's true. Yeah, you could
2: go <laughs> after someone easier, an easier target, like his granddad. You're going to chat <laughs> up his granddad <laughs> and make him waste
1: the it's Hitler the sperm ch- on something chat- on you? Right, it's not even the Hitler sperm, it's the sperm that would become the... De- the would,
0: okay, you know. chat up <laughs> was a
2: euphemism <laughs> for kill his granddad. Better question, <laughs> would
0: you fuck Hitler's grandfather to prevent the Hitler sperm from reaching Hitler's
1: grandmother? Okay, I would not fuck him. I would give him a bull drop.
0: G? I I mean I don't I don't know. Um, you gotta fuck him. He's not into blowjobs.
2: Fuck.
1: Who? Uh, okay. Do I have to fuck him, or is it fucked? Is he fucking me? You
0: gotta make. Uh, you gotta make the
1: sperm. And come out. I would need in a the, Hitler
0: sperm needs to be ejaculated.
2: I would need a peace of mind that there wouldn't be like an equivalent
0: tragedy, a second Hitler sperm,
2: uh, or or no, just like an equivalent to Hitler that steps in anyways you and, you know, could do far worse. You don't, or Stalin rushes in and and takes over Germany and does the same thing.
1: Okay, so I can guarantee you absolutely that that won't happen. What do you think it is to prevent Hitler from coming?
2: Like, you you can guarantee me that, like, even, like, of all the people that are supposedly saved, none of them turn out to be bad eggs, and a generation of them them down the line becomes a genocider. Yeah, for
1: 40 years. I can guarantee you 40 years, nothing will go out with a shit.
2: But you can't guarantee me 41 years. The Holocaust will
0: not happen. You can prevent that.
1: Ever. By taking a dick in the ass. Ever. Ever. If ever. I can, if
0: I can prevent, like you will prevent all holocausts from
2: ever happening. Uh, I would. I mean, you have to be like pretty. You have to be immoral to not take a, you're, you're, a dick in the ass to prevent all genocide in human history. You're guilt like, fucking. Like yeah, like
0: take one. We're well, guilting you into getting
2: ass raped. I would do it. I would do it. It's and for it, the good of humanity. But would you like it? Uh, Let's yeah. say you had to like it. I mean, that that sort of moral peace of mind is what would carry me
0: through <laughs> the whole time. You'd be like, "Okay, there's not gonna be a holocaust. This is worth it." Steve. Oh, um, no,
1: absolutely. Okay. What about you? I, I already answered it. You know. Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said to give him a blowjob, but then he oh, yeah, yeah. said he doesn't sign the blowjobs.
0: You would convert. You would convert him into blowjobs.
1: He would. He would want it. Well, I'd say just pretend I'm a woman. Or you would throw a, my hair out a bit. You'd dance. do a
0: seductive dance. You'd, you'd wiggle a little.
1: Yeah, I'd flex my pecs a little bit.
2: Yeah. He, Hitler's granddad was probably into that. If you went back in time, would you tell other people that you're from the future? Uh, Probably not. Probably, you'd try to blend in. They'd I be would, like, what's with your weird
0: bohemian style? I'd only tell the hot babes. And I'd get them to, to like it. What? I'd be like, I'm so exotic. I ain't even from your time period. I know what rap
2: is. <laughs> what would be your lay, proof that you're from the future? I'd lay some
1: sick rhymes. I would actually invent some shit. You know, I have some mild knowledge of various inventions. And I'd be like, hey, look at this. Nate uh, would I patent mean, things. Uh, well, no, I mean, all <laughs> yes, you have to do yes. is, like,
2: print out, like, the Wikipedia article on, like, the science and math behind it, right? And just bring it back in time, Oh, my right? God,
1: mathematical proofs could come back with that kind of shit? Yeah,
0: yeah. You would break all of time. Do you think that would fuck stuff up real bad? Yeah, Thomas Edison would be poor as shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was kind of a dick, though. He uh, was a dick. So he kind of has it coming. Tesla would be like fuck yeah. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't want to prevent someone. Someone like say Ben Franklin, because Ben Franklin was amazing. But yeah,
0: he he would personally was responsible for herpes making it around America. Really. I don't know what he had a lot of a lot of sexual diseases. He passed a lot of uh,
2: legislature. That <laughs> he, said passed,
0: he passed a lot
2: of acquired Americans to pass
0: on herpes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of herpes going around. No, it's actually well documented that not only did he have like syphilis and like a lot of like really bad um, social diseases, but he, he he spread them around quite a bit.
2: Yeah, but to women mostly, not mostly women.
0: Women and legal documents. Well, I guess secondhand,
2: maybe that got passed on to
0: men. So we're talking about like uh, pre-rape.
2: I, I think in, in general, facts. Ben, besides like the the STI and STD stuff,
0: uh, he was a force for good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really digging this whole Ben Franklin thing. Right? Wait, so uh, so in order of bad, what piece <laughs> of <laughs> what, sure
2: what piece of evidence
0: would you bring back to prove you're from the future? I i so I would bring back a musical Styling that would not be Popular for like another 40 years And be like you're not Liking this but Somebody will eventually
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your kids are gonna love it
0: You'd the history that, would be, the pr-
2: that would be your proof. They'd be like, you, "We just don't like
0: this. This is no like, proof." You don't understand genius, okay? I'm from the. They think you're just I'm a psycho. From the <laughs> Listen to this music. I'm from the future. Yes. Like I'm from the future.
2: You know, before before they could even like
0: record that you were the one to, to yeah yeah introduce no, no, no. It. there there couldn't be any recordings because mm. then I would break all of time. Do you like,
2: think that would break time? Well, Listen, if
0: Rock him isn't the first one to like revolutionize, then there's no Eminem. So, how? What do you mean by break time exactly? Okay? I mean that it would it would alter time in, in in an extreme way. Like they would all be like, "Dude, that guy like 40 years ago was so ahead of his time, and he revolutionized all of music by bringing to, something to the table that nobody else had." So
2: you want to be like, uh, you want to go back in time and become a pioneer.
0: Like if my, if, if my sixth style was brought back then, then it would completely skip over the Beastie Boys. And then where would Jews be in music?
1: So the argument is that it would just mess up, you know, the musical kind of production or the musical kind of uh, history.
0: I'm saying I don't want to take anything away from the Beastie Boys. Mm. Were they all Jewish? Yeah, oh, I them that. and the Three
2: Stooges. Didn't one of them just uh, croak? Circumcised all of them. <laughs> they all just got circumcised recently. No, just recently. no, one of the Beastie Boys died recently. Did he? Yeah. Oh
0: my God, which one?
2: I can't remember. Go space. Right. I only, on. I only know. <laughs> <laughs> I only know Mike D. I, I think it was uh, actually Eminem. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that that's not even that's not even from a group. Yeah. M- Wait, the the yellow one? No, no, Eminem. M- M- he was part of the group and then he became his own thing oh like Zane Zane the Killer
2: no what was the name of uh, Eminem's group D12 D12 that's right there we go that's all I had to yeah say it's that. the song
1: is, it's the name of my band you my don't band even lives.
2: know the name of yeah, my yeah. band So what would you bring
0: back to prove that you're from the future, Gideon?
2: Oh, I was saying like the Wikipedia articles with like, um, you know, detailed science and math to to show like, hey, these are the breakthroughs from the future that Mm. you're struggling. Like, you know, you could even look up the historical context, like go like five years while it's still an unsolved problem and be like, look, you guys did solve this. Would you save Madame Curie's life? God, man, I, I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't know this reference.
1: Okay, I, actually, I got the perfect thing. I would bring back plans for a time machine. I'm broken, and that the, would break time. And the theory yeah. behind how to create one, and that would you know, scientists be like, oh yeah, okay, he definitely came back from time. If you didn't, would you be able to get back to the future? Uh, well, it depends if you have a machine with you or
2: not well and then it goes back to like have you created an alternate universe oh obviously uh, you fragmented there. the universe so at that maybe point. if going back to the future would be just going back to the present day in and see what you in fucked your up. universe
0: no 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 you'd go back to like we'd come back to here and we'd be a I guess it would depend on how the time machine worked if you even could go back to the the, the present present in in this universe yeah. Man, that's
1: this is some real stuff we've we've got going on here. So this is a contention I have with the idea of parallel universes. When a universe is like so parallel to us, that's not possible within our universe. Is that really our universe, or is that just a different universe? I
2: mean, it's a different universe.
1: Yeah, like like it's. I mean, if we imagine like branching, right? If it branches mm-hmm. off to a point where it's you know something's not possible in one universe. Mm-hmm you know is that really parallel is that just kind of like it's a different thing so like- well,
2: well i mean like parallel is just i'd say like a figure of speech here like a lot of it has a lot in common but you know certain things are are
0: happening but... you're math smart what happens with parallel lines um i mean there, there's a few in at, at infinity uh
2: they intersect at infinity but how like, I mean, we just,
0: uh, why is there a reason that we assume that, um, yeah, let's get like stupid well, smart right well, now. Well,
2: the, the idea of like why they thought to have parallel lines intersect at infinity was, um, I don't know if this is like the accurate story of what actually happened, but the story is that some mathematician or scientist was standing on a railroad tracks, right? And he sees these parallel lines on the railroad tracks, but as he looked down all the way, you know, it looks like they meet into a single line. And so he's like, "Well, that was sort of like his inspiration." He's like, "Well, why not suppose they meet?" And
0: does that turn out mathematical quandaries?
2: Yeah, yeah, it turned out to be very useful to say, "Well, let's suppose these meet in, at infinity." And when you suppose that the parallel lines meet at infinity, uh, you get a lot of important finite results for uh, actual uh, mathematical objects uh, in in the non-infinite.
1: But to be clear, this is a theory kind of separate from, say, Euclidean geometry, right? So it's like a different thing in itself. It's not... Yeah, a little bit of like... I mean, it's more of
2: like an expansion because Euclid only considered finite space. Right, right. Um. So they're like, well, you know, yeah, they don't intersect in finite space. So that Euclid postulate still holds true and... We'll- Wait, so
1: so it actually kind of includes Euclid, but kind of this...
2: Yeah, by saying they still don't intersect in finite
0: space. They only intersect at infinity. You remember when we talked about fucking Hitler's grandfather?
2: God, that's sexy. (laughs) And now
0: we're talking about Euclidean knowledges and mathematics and things that I don't even understand. Okay, would you
1: fuck (laughs) Euclid's... Okay, let's say someone went back in time and they fucked some kind of Greek princess, right? Mm. And that princess had a future egg that was going to create Euclid, right? And you know that kind of screwed everything up. So would you interrupt time and fuck the person, or st- well, stop the person who fucked Euclid's great grandmother, and create Euclid? Yes,
0: because she was probably a
1: babe. Well, I mean, uh, I
2: don't. Oh know. You know, yeah, Greeks seemed kind of kind of uh, naturally pretty, even the men, right? Those yeah, statues and I, stuff. Yeah, the
0: Greek nose is what gets me. That and the <laughs> Egyptian nose. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm I'm still kind of hung up. Like as soon as you go now, I'm now I'm kind of hung up on the idea. Like as soon as you go back, you've put yourself in in a, a different universe.
1: So it wouldn't affect this universe right here. It'd be just saving some other universe.
2: Yeah, it would just be a completely different timeline.
1: Well, my theory is like
0: my genes have progressed and my genes are better than whoever Euclid's dad is. So like I'm making somebody even better than that. Do you Uh, think that? Are you that arrogant? Oh, you don't know the boundaries of my arrogance.
1: (laughs) I mean, I, I would counter that by saying that Human evolution is very, very slow. You could say some, you know, some evolutionary changes have occurred over the past, say, ten thousand years, but very, very, very little. How mm. about I fuck Jesus' oh. mom?
2: Isn't that another Dawkins thing? Like with, um, with memes, uh, it's like human humans have have um, an advanced level of evolution because we can pass down memories. Uh, And it's no longer about, uh, you know, physical traits and changing physically is that we can change our minds from generation to generation. That reminds me of a
0: Pink Floyd song called Keep Talking.
2: But yeah, I, I, I always thought that was funny that, you know, that's that's where the word memes come from is that it's like passed down, passed on memory.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like with evolution. Evolution is so, so slow. And there are so many changes that could occur that would be beneficial. So memes or kind of this kind of memory creation or kind of habitual kind of passing on is the way of the genes kind of, you know, allowing for this evolutionary change to occur much, much, you know, in a closer time period. Yeah, much faster rate. Have, Have we stopped
0: evolution altogether? No, 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 because uh, I mean, you we, can see it we, in we, dogs. we, 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 uh, I mean, in humans, like we've, we adapt our environment to fit our current state mm. the best possible. So we have no longer a need to create, to, to have natural selection. Not only have, we've kind of stopped that too, in a way, but we don't need natural selection to make these changes for us. We change the environment instead of the environment changing us. And in that sense, we've stopped evolving as, as being
2: in some ways. Yes. In some ways. No. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with, with some sentiments of that, right? Like, um, you know, we don't have to, uh, th- there's not really a benefit, uh, that'll be, there's, there's a, a lot of benefits, right. That don't really, uh, going to make some person survive over another, right? You, you have one person who's naturally more, uh, resistant to bacterial infections well in the current day and age that's not necessarily an advantage because of all the antibiotic and and medical science that we've developed so you know that could get passed on but it it it's no longer making them more fit than other people uh, because of the meme
0: evolution of antibiotics. I I, th- I just think that we're of, we're devolving more than we're evolving at this point. We're getting rid of things like the appendix that used to have a function because we no longer need to have these things. We don't need to have our appendix anymore. We don't need to have whatever other thing, like our tonsils. We I, don't need them anymore. I mean, you
2: never know. You never know like what kind of epidemic is going to strike human and which ones are going to be more fit to. I'm more to saying all things
0: staying the same, like as they are right now. Obviously, at some point there will be limitations. Like we're already we're almost out of water. Nobody gives a fuck. We're almost out of uh, ozone layer. Nobody gives a fuck. Like yeah, I mean, well, space travel. I think uh, space
2: travel is going to outrace environmental decay.
1: Uh, I want to provide a little counterpoint to this though, because a big part of evolution is. Uh, called genetic drift, and essentially populations kind of have a, let's imagine like a fence behind around them, and, you know, when populations, you know, don't intermingle with other populations, they can, or to evolve, so we have our own kind of genetic drift with dogs because we selectively breed them, so we don't, we prevent them from breeding with other dogs. The issue with humanity is, you know, where it's about 7 billion strong, and our genes are always intermingling. And so, because of that, they're always kind of staying the same. It's, you know, mutts always kind of look the same, right? Because, you know, mutts are always just these kind of interbred dogs. And, you know, to breed any kind of specialty dogs, they always produce mutts. So, the ability for certain genetic frequencies to be dominant over others, it's, it's hard to come about when we're just such interbreeding between people. There's no real limitations there.
0: So, you're saying that we need to reintroduce the idea of Fucking your siblings. Mm, I mean, that's been genetically proven as devolving.
1: What? what? <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe I'm no, misunderstanding. He's, he's
2: saying the the opposite. That you know, when um when you breed outside your own bl- or farther away from your own bloodline, uh, there's less. So you're not
1: pro incest. No, no, no. So, so this is the paradox. So. The more you intermix your genes, the more similar everyone becomes in that species. So, when you have a species which is, say, kind of, uh, let, let's say, imagine there's a fish pond, right? And the fish pond is intermingling with itself, you know. The genes will become more and more kind of selected, They can be more distinct. But if that fish, the fish pond starts fucking all the other fish, you know, from different ponds, those genes become more and more similar of that species. Mm. Similarly, the more and more we intermingle, you know, across the globe the more and more become similar
0: because some genes are dominant and some are recessive. So over time, all the dominants are going to win.
2: Well, I mean, that's what I was saying earlier is that it's, it's, um, with, uh, the human mind's capacity and our ability to pass down memory and technology, uh, etc. Um, it sort of blurs the line of well what is the fittest like i said earlier you know 500 years ago the bloodline let's say during the bubonic plague or whatever right the bloodlines that had strong uh, resistant to infection Right. We're going to have a better chance of survival now, 500 years later, where we're where we have the technology to nip it at the bud. You know, that's not necessarily a a
1: fit gene anymore. It's it's new. It's a neutral gene. Well, I mean, to go on even further with this, um, the genes now, which are, you know, would be the fittest, like, say, 100 years ago or 200 years ago. Levi's, you know, it's not really it's like the smartest people don't reproduce that much. You know, the highest earners don't reproduce. They have very few children. People who are in the kind of middle class, they only have like one or two kids. People who are poor, they have like 10 kids. Yeah, you got to get your welfare in. So, you know, it's, it's like these genes maybe not be best for, say, uh, intellect or kind of production or whatever you would say they're best for, right? We'd say these may be may superior. I, mean, I wouldn't say that myself, but someone might say that, you know, they're superior for this kind of current climate. But these are the people who are reproducing the least. And the people who are reproducing the most are the people who are at least epped up to this kind of climate we have. Sort of like Idiocracy. I have not seen that movie so yet. So
0: that's what keeps the 1% so small. I, they are not enough? Maybe. They're the 1% because they're having sex 1% of the time compared to <laughs> the poor's. Poor people don't have, you know, PS4, so they just
2: gotta screw. Well, most, I mean, you, you'll find even like poor families have the current generation console most of the time. That's very, it's very rare. I mean, human, I mean. <laughs> I mean just uh the one thing that humans uh are are rarely uh rarely deprive themselves of even in like the most economic hardships is entertainment right you say during like the great depression the, they were still able to sell out stadiums of, of and sell
0: out concerts and sell out ball games and stuff because actually they're like st- this is all we have actually in recessions and and depressions and stuff like entertainment skyrockets yeah yeah, like the the worse the economy, the better the entertainment business. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, and yeah, like like um chocolate through
1: the roof when it's economic hard times. I, I know condoms go up in hard times. Do they really? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, something's attached to them. All birth control?
0: Well, I mean, that's like that that was the whole reason why the stock market crashed in the first place cuz Trojans like, "Oh man, we need to make some money."
1: Wait, wait, wait. So the stock market crash is a conspiracy led by Trojan. Yes. You could say there were a, a Trojan horse. I would I would not say that.
2: <laughs> dropped, dropped off a bunch of old sperm in the Wall Street. <laughs> An army. I'm not interested in old Wall Street sperm, but I'm glad you brought it up. I do think this is a going back a little bit. I, I am kind of fascinated by this uh, question of, um, you know, if if humans are still evolving in the, the biological sense, um, uh, in which extent? Right. What what is what determines that the human is more fit for its environment such that it's not something like cystic fibrosis? that it, But I mean, that, that stuff still occurs. Right.
1: Well, I definitely think we have uh, genetic kind of programs, you know, you don't put them like that, but when you get married, let's say, they will actually look at your genes and say, okay, you can't have, you shouldn't have kids, or you, you know, if you have kids, they're going to get fucked up because you have these and these genes, and they're not going to mix very well, so we already have some kind of genetic kind of process like that, and like naturally, like, but there's no natural, this is all selective. Have, oh, I but we no can't, idea. you can't
0: legislate that. I have no idea what you're talking about with that. When does that ever happen? I've never heard of no, that. No, no, no,
2: he's, I think he's saying that it's an automatic thing. Like, you know, you pick mates. Um, we have a biological design that makes us pick mates that are like, oh, yeah, we're going to create healthy, positive offspring out of this. Um, but it's not is a specific... Is that what you're
0: saying? It's no, not no, no, a specific... No. Are you saying that like... Oh, are, we you are you saying have si- like, we have Brave science. New World type stuff? Like, like, we like... What, like, like we have science that says you guys shouldn't have babies.
1: What, there's... Well, I'm, like, there's, I'm sure there is. Is that, is that yeah. what... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So there's certain genes that when combined... But you know, eugenics it be fun, right? is a, is a s- scary... Well, we do have it to some degree. So when you get married, they will check your genes. Who, who's they? The... When you get... The government. The Jews. The government... You know what I'm don't talk about it at all.
0: In what state do you that you get a marriage license and also they test your dick? Uh, <laughs> They're like you do, Just can't. your
1: dick. I mean, it's not <laughs> <what> <laughs> they <got> don't <laughs> need
0: the blood. They need to test your dick. They're like, uh, you, before you can get this marriage license, I gotta be sure you're not going to
1: fuck. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm you know, I could be wrong in this. I, I mean, I might want to double check.
2: No, 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 that seems like a, a I, clear I, violation. No, no, it's, right? it's never yeah, heard of they that. Don't, don't think like, you can.
1: They don't tell you you can't fuck. But you know, they let you know that okay, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea.
0: I have never, ever, ever in my life heard of that. I mean, are they in the place
2: to? I mean, that just I mean, doesn't it, seem like a proper. It might be the like gynecologist or a something. Proper, I don't know. Uh,
1: where, where? What's your source? Uh, I don't have one at the moment. This, this is something this something I remember?
2: Like you think is going I on? I wasn't
0: sure if you had like heard this in a specific no, spot. No, I've heard I've this just never ever. I mean, ever as soon as you as
2: I, soon as you actually legislate this, it's eugenics, right? I, I've and heard this in awful. many
1: different. I've seen this in like in TV shows and a few other places. They, uh, they advise
2: you. Well, well it, it would have to be like a a kind of glaring thing, right? It's not yeah. like you get married, they're like, We need your blood and urine sample, we gotta go look at all your genetics, make sure that you guys don't breed something bad, or at least not not we'll make sure, but
0: we're gonna give you advice on whether you should breed or not. I, I've just never heard of that being like I know a that, standard thing. I know, like I know may, that. maybe this may, is new to me too. I I feel like like it, it might be a situation where someone's like they the parents themselves just want to check. Mm. And yeah, they go whatever. to they go to a specialist and they check. Because in the past they've had things mm. like, oh my my grandfather has Parkinson's. I mm. want to make sure my kid doesn't have a good chance of getting Parkinson's. But like I've never heard of that. I it, mean, it, the way the way you pitched it, it sounds like you're, you're
1: like that's a standardized thing. I, I thought it was. I might we're gonna check this out before the next show, of course, and we're gonna come back to see if I'm a complete idiot here because I might just be rambling. But I've seen this before in different shows and a few different conversations. But I could just be recapitulating in my head like the wrong way, you know. But we do okay let's go with a more standard example it's illegal to fuck your sister yep and that's for you know genetic reasons that's a form of eugenics because when you fuck your sister the bad you know the chances
2: of of poor or of of bad uh uh, mutation is
1: very high you'll probably get herpes so, you know, that's eugenic in itself, right? It's, you could say it's a good type of eugenics, right? But it's, it's good. Also, you can't fuck your daughter. You know? Yeah. That's become, obviously good as well. There's a couple things
0: f- wrong with that, yeah.
1: Yeah. but It's also
2: become like a... Uh, I guess it, it probably started at government and has
1: since become social taboo, too. I think it was initially t- social taboo, and then it became government. Like, if you look at the Torah... Mm. There's stuff against stuff against incest in there.
2: Yeah, but you have to remember that the beginning of the Torah that it was the the Torah was essentially government. Also, uh, these were all sort of religious run run.
1: Um, mm. Religion was law for re- a yeah, re- for a very very long, long time. Government. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That goes into a whole other rabbit hole until America. Because it's like it's the stories come before the government became, you know, and then mm-hmm. they adopted yeah. it. Or, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, America
0: was really the only one who's ever been like. I,
2: well, regardless, it, it is a smart thing, right? And it, it's like, um, it is like eugenics, but um, maybe maybe it's just, you know, it's been ingrained in our society so long that we're, you know, like, oh, yeah, duh, that's moral. Don't fuck your sister.
1: Uh, yeah, it's also a positive eugenics. I mean. I don't want people fucking their sister and, you know, producing kind of babies, which are have all of these, obviously mental deficiencies yeah, And, and, and you got to imagine that
2: that started at the tribal level a long time ago. Like they, they saw the trend and they're like, we need to stop
1: doing this. <laughs> There's actually a lot of, uh, royal families in history where, you know, they want to keep their bloodline pure. So it kept mm. on going to incest. And over time, the king would, this is kind of like Game of Thrones, but the king would eventually get really kind of crazy mm-hmm. and mad and just. Unmanageable.
2: Well, they said it was like, they there was a theory that was like lead in the water pipes with the Romans, right? And it seems more likely to me that it was inbreeding, that you got like the crazy emperor. I'm pretty emperor sure if they, theory, bo- if
0: they both existed, it was compounded.
2: Uh, I mean, like they found out, I think it, it's... Mm, like you got lead in most, histo- most historians are like the lead was so in- insignificant and Romans were aware that... <laughs> I mean, they were too, too wise and ahead of a, their time as a culture
0: to be, to not notice that lead would have started well, making Well, I mean, so lead used to be in, um, in makeup and stuff for women back in like the, those times. So like, like the Elizabethan time, like they would make their mm-hmm. face whiter with lead and stuff and it would actually like s- slowly kill them.
2: Mm, yeah. But I, I do think that, that inbreeding uh, is probably a more cause of madness than.
0: Eh. If I could go back in time, I would just take
1: lead out of the equation altogether. Uh, actually, just something that interested me. If I get you right, you're saying that maybe the lead in the water. Let's say there was lead in the water system with the Romans, right? Mm-hmm. Would that lead maybe cause them to come? You know, be incestual?
2: No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Um, I think, or what I'm trying to say is that they've since found that the amount of lead that was probably in their water system was, you know, such a small amount that it doesn't have as big an effect like to turn someone uh, crazy mm-hmm. or make someone have dementia or, or anything like that. There are more
0: likely causes. of
2: Yeah, the, the more likely cause is like inbreeding on why the Roman, em- like you had that series of crazy Roman emperors who were paranoid that everyone was going to kill them and stuff.
1: i only bring it up because it makes me think of, uh, there could be like the proximate and ultimate cause. So let's say the proximate causes of the wed causing, you know, a bit of a, let's say it deactivates the whole part of your brain where it says like, makes you horny for your siblings. Yeah. 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 It kind of deactivates that part. Kind of like you see your sibling you're like, wow, she's kind of hot. <laughs> right. And then, you know, they start inbreeding and then that leads to the problem. So, the lead wasn't necessarily the cause of it. So you're
0: saying lead in your dick makes you hard? Well, it, yeah. For your sister, you, you get that metal dick. No, not
1: just for anyone. For your
0: sister. For, yeah. for your
1: sister. I mean, if your sister's
0: hot, she's hot. But if she's, <laughs> you know, I think we've really gotten somewhere today. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> this is, if your sister is hot, she's, she's hot. hot. Now, <laughs> I, I, I think this is a, a pretty good spot. It, it kind of sums everything up. Um, well we'll stop here for this conversation, but it, you know, what what I want to know what projects are you guys working on? What uh is there anything you want to plug? We can we can start over
1: uh over here with Nate. Uh well I'm working on this podcast right now, and I'm also working on some kind of uh invention some um, guitar type stuff. So, look forward to that in the future, not right now. It's in progress. Fantastic.
0: What about Gigi? <sighs> Doing a whole lot of nothing. yeah Um, um like
1: wow uh do not you post wow. that do you post it online anywhere on
2: xbox um you know uh the the xbox one you can save some clips of your gameplay pretty easily so i've I posted some of that to my activity feed yeah
0: what what uh what, what game are you playing is that like some uh leisure suit larry screenshots i uh, play <laughs> I'm playing <laughs> Destiny.
2: Oh, uh, nice! nice. But, but to be honest, I really don't have that many projects besides you know work. We're, gonna we're gonna, we're stuff. gonna we're gonna change that. We're gonna change that. I hope. I mean, this is I consider this a project. So absolutely,
1: yeah. we're yeah, actually kind of planning up doing some maybe some Let's Plays together. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's Plays would I, be awesome. I would I, love that. I we, mean, I have jam I, sessions. Yeah. I think we should post some of the jam sessions. I feel
0: the the desire for more projects. So you know what? We're we're all together. We're gonna make some more projects, and, and I hope that you all. Listen in on those. Uh, If you want any further information, you can fuck yourself. Play the (laughs) outro or fuck your sister.
1: (laughs) We need to talk. (laughs) That was a blues clues.